Verstappen against Hamilton 2021. It's the title battle that will be going into Formula One history quicker than, well, Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen are on track. Those two drivers were cut above the rest and gave us an incredible battle to follow all year. But what are some of Formula One's tightest championship victories? Well, here is five of our favourites. They're not all the tightest, but they're certainly some of the best that we could find here at GP Fans. Of course, hit the subscribe button down below to stay up to date with everything we do here at the channel. But now, here are our favourite five tight title battles. Mika Hakkinen, 1999. Now, there are a number of Hakkinen and Michael Schumacher battles that we could have gone to, but with the two points that separated the McLaren driving Finn and the Ferrari number two driver Eddie Irvine in 1999, this is where we're going to start. Irvine was thrust into the spotlight in 99 after a horror show of an accident for Schumacher at Silverstone left the German driver with a broken leg and time on the sidelines at the Scuderia. The Irishman had won the opening round of the championship that year but was used to playing the role of number two to his teammate. But with Schumacher gone, Irvine was Ferrari's best bet to win the driver's title against Mika Hakkinen. The McLaren driver suffered from retirements in Germany and Italy in the latter part of the year, while Irvine took back-to-back -to -back wins in Austria and Germany immediately after his teammates' crash. But failures to find the podium in three straight races in Belgium, Italy and at the European Grand Prix was too detrimental to Irvine's title bid, along with the resurgence of David Coulthard and Heinz Harald Frentzen throwing their names into the mix as well for the title. That took vital points away from the Ferrari driver. A last race showdown in Japan saw Hakkinen cruise to victory with Irvine finishing third behind his return teammate Schumacher. And by two points, Hakkinen was once again world champion. 1976, James Hunt. Now, if you want the long version of this title battle, just go and watch Rush. It's a great film that encapsulates the titanic scrap between Nicky Lauda and James Hunt in 1976. But in brief... Lauda in the Ferrari was almost unstoppable to start the season, taking four wins and two second place finishes in the first six races of the year, while Hunt was plagued with retirements and just one race win in Spain in that spell. A win in France for Hunt and a disqualification at his home Grand Prix at Brands Hatch took the championship to Germany and the Nürburgring. There, Lauda suffered a brutal crash that saw his car engulfed in flames along with him, and the Austrian suffered severe burns and was fighting for his life. Hunt would take advantage of this in the championship, finding a win in the Netherlands before Lauda returned to the track, amazingly, just two races after his crash. A podium in the United States kept the Scuderia driver ahead in the standings, going into the final race in Fuji, Japan. Torrential rain left the race in jeopardy, but the title decider went ahead, but Lauda decided to retire his car mid-race, believing the conditions were too dangerous to drive in, while Hunt remained on track, fighting. The British driver dropped down to fifth due to a puncture, and only a fourth-place finish would give him the title. Putting the pedal to the metal, the McLaren driver made up two places in the final few laps to take his one and only world title by just one point, with a phenomenal performance in very dangerous conditions. Nicky Lauda, 1984. Alan Prost and Nicky Lauda had as tight a title battle as you could imagine in 1984. The Frenchman Prost was new to the McLaren team that season, but was quick to get to grips with the raw pace of the car and was faster than his Austrian teammate and title rival in terms of raw speed. 
Lauda suffered in the early part of the season with three retirements in the first four races in 84, taking a win in the South African Grand Prix only. In fact, Lauda had just three podiums, two wins and a second in Canada and six retirements in the first nine races of the year, while Prost had five podiums and three race wins in that same run, including a drenched Monaco Grand Prix race victory where half points were awarded due to under 75% of the race being completed. The second half of the year though, Lauda was a machine with three wins and three second place finishes in the last seven races of the season. That put him ahead of his rival going into Estoril and the last race of the campaign. Prost would take the race victory, but Lauda was right behind him in second and thus giving him a half point victory in the Drivers World Championship. Half a point. Half. Not even one. Lewis Hamilton, 2008. Lewis Hamilton and Felipe Massa went toe-to-toe -to -toe in Brazil in 2008 after an epic season of slugging it out between the two drivers. Disqualifications, Crashgate in Singapore and some close contact action between the two world championship leaders in Fuji, Japan had created a thrilling title race as the British driver at McLaren and the Brazilian for Ferrari took the title down to the wire at Interlagos. Massa had found victories in Bahrain, Turkey and France, while Hamilton took the opening Grand Prix of the season before a win in Monaco and a sensational drive in wet weather conditions at Silverstone in the first half of the year. But in the second half of the year, only two more race wins for each driver would come, with Hamilton holding the advantage going into the Brazilian Grand Prix in Sao Paulo. Massa, on home soil, was desperate to take the win and, of course, the title, and Hamilton going into the last lap was down to eighth, while Massa crossed the line, leading to jubilation in the Ferrari garage and the Brazilian's family, thinking that their man had done enough to take the title. But on the final corner of the final lap, Hamilton went up the inside of Timo Glock's struggling Toyota and raced round the uphill stretch to the finish, taking seventh and the world title by just one point after an overtake on the last corner. The Scuderia were devastated, as was Felipe Massa, who in hindsight said at least he won the race because he knows he couldn't have done anything more. A fine, fine margin to deny Massa his world championship and give Lewis Hamilton his first of, at the moment, seven. Kimi Raikkonen, 2007. McLaren were a team with two title-fighting drivers in Fernando Alonso and a young rookie named Lewis Hamilton. Kimi Raikkonen was the former McLaren driver, now in the red of Ferrari. Three drivers who all had their eye on the prize of the World Championship. It was Kimi who started the season brightly with a win in Australia to open the year, followed by two podiums in the Malaysian and Bahrain Grand Prix to follow. But the British rookie Hamilton was more than matching him, and by the midpoint in the season, held a 12-point lead over the rest of the pack. But after retirement at the European Grand Prix, Kimi came in flying to the latter part of the year, while the two McLaren drivers kept taking points off each other with no clear number one driver designated by the team. While Hamilton retired in the penultimate race in China, failing to make the turn into the pit lane on bald tyres and beaching his car in the gravel, Raikkonen took the race win, leaving all three drivers in the mix for the final race of the season in Brazil. Again, Lewis had an awful time in Sao Paulo, struggling off the line and falling down to eighth early in the race before gearbox problems sent him even further back down the field to 18th. 
Raikkonen, however, was just majestic in his final race of the season, putting the power down when he needed to, to overtake his teammate Felipe Massa and take victory in impressive fashion, while Lewis could only pull himself back to seventh and Alonso finished third behind the two Ferraris, giving Raikkonen the world championship by just a point ahead of both Alonso and Hamilton, the tightest ever margin to separate the top three drivers in Formula One history. So those are just some of our favorite tight title battles here at GP Fans. What are the best of the rest? Which ones should we have included? Or perhaps if we do a top 10, should we be adding to our list? Let us know in the comments section below as always. And of course, to stay up to date with everything that we do covering Formula One this off season before we get back to business in Bahrain in 2022, hit that subscribe button down below.